Good morning, everyone. It is Friday morning, and it is a beautiful, sunny, cloudless day at the moment. Um, and uh, some uh, things that have been mulling through my brain is, is what does it uh, mean to trust God? Um, because, you know, there's many things we do in our life that we stick ourselves out on a limb, per se, in certain areas, one or the other, and there's really nothing you can do. And sometimes the more you try to do, the dumber, you know, it's, it's not helping this situation. Um, and it's how to, how to really trust God and what does that look like and how not to, how to be, I don't know, passionate or, or, um, you know, engaged in whatever, you're doing, but not be overwhelmed by, you know, the burden, the, the thought, the whatever it is. And how does that play out? That's, that's kind of a thought that's mulling through my brain. I'm not exactly sure how, um, but I'm working on it. Trusting God is a, a kind of an art, not a science in my mind. Um, but it's something I want to do more and better. Um, anyways, Second Peter 2 is where we're at. Some interesting stuff here. Uh, and some of the stuff I have seen firsthand, which is very interesting when you kind of see and, look, and you, you read the Bible and then you see stuff happen and then you go, wait a second, that's what the Bible said. Or some way around that way. So, 1 Peter 2, 2. Actually, 2 Peter 2, 2. But there were false pro- false prophets among you, as among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you who privately shall bring in damnable damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them, and bring up themselves swift or bring upon themselves swift swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And though covetousness shall be feigned Covetousness shall be with feigned words, making merchandise of you, whose judgment now for a long time lingereth not, and their damn, damnation slumbereth not. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down into hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness, to be reserved unto judgment, and spared not the old world, but saved Noah and eight persons, a preacher of righteousness, bring the flood upon the world of the ungodly and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes condemning mm-hmm. them with an o- and condemning them with an overthrow making them an them an example to those that after should live ungodly and delivered just lot vexed with filthy conversations of the wicked for the righteous man dwelleth among them this is verse 8 here is in parentheses for the righteous man dwelleth among them, and seeing and hearing vexed his his righteousness or his righteous soul from day to day with their awful or unlawful deeds. End of the parentheses. For the Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation and reserve the unjust to the day of judgment to be punished. I thought some of these were interesting because um, I don't know about you, but I've seen um, the... the false prophets um, uh, 
out there um, and and seen them with let's see here how is it word here false prophets bringing damnable heresies among you um, and then bring upon themselves swift destruction and their pernicious ways are um, that are evil speaking of the truth uh, and that they bring through their covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you um, whose whose judgment for a long time lingereth not and their damnation damnation slumbereth not so is is when you've seen a false false teacher false prophet something like this is they have sly slick words they're very slick but they're they are preaching or teaching things that are against the Bible and they may and they may cloak them in um Kindness, generosity, love, grace. I've heard all of them. Well, not all of them, but those are the ones I've heard. Uh, and But they're, they're directly going against what the Bible says. And by these people, evil things are spoken of, uh, the truth. That I have seen. Uh, how many times have I heard the story of, of so-and-so Christian did such-and-such such to me, and I hate Christianity because of it. That's very, very common. Uh, and that's pretty awful. And then also is that their covetousness shall be with feigned words, making merchandise of you. The people that follow after this, they mean nothing to them. They, they put on a, a show, a, a, a face of caring, oh, for you. But you're just a pawn in their hands. You're like merchandise. They don't care. Um, and... Their, their damnation slumbereth not. It's always, it's always awake. And then it goes on to talk about uh, God and how, you know, he delivered, you know, he sent the angels to hell that, um, that sinned. Um, he spared not the old world, but saved Noah and eight persons, a preacher of righteousness. He flooded the ungodly. Uh, I think he's describing here is, if you're one of these um, false teachers, who bring damnable heresies among you is there's consequences. God is not God is very willing to smack you down and not just turn a blind eye to wrong. Uh, and then you know Lot and Sodom and Gomorrah and it's interesting. I think found verse seven and eight very interesting is and delivered just Lot vexed with filthy conversation of the wicked. Um, you know, people say is I've heard it said, and I probably even maybe said it myself. Some point along the line is, you know, I can who, who I associate with or who I um, hang around or what I hear, or what I put in my mind. You know, I I can you know just make a decision right or wrong. You know, and I don't have to be. You know, I, I won't be affected. You know, I, I can be strong and not be affected. I think that's baloney, and the Bible says it's baloney right here. For the rich, for the righteous man dwelleth among them, and seeing and hearing vexed his righteousness from righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. Is it? It's draining. Um, it it vexed your soul. Um, vexed. Um, What's another way? What word for vexed? Um, tortured, tormented, maybe um, scarred your soul. Um, something like that it is it takes a toll on you uh, and what you indulge in or have around you affects you 
Um, that's why I think it's important. Uh, and I know our world is bunk and that's, that's the way it's going to be. But to have that refresh and, and fellowship with and camaraderie with other people of like mind um, that can follow Jesus together, that are not going to be fixing each other's souls, but building each other up in the admonition of Jesus Christ. And I think that's one of the, in my opinion, the best, the biggest reason for fellowship is to have that just genuine camaraderie of like-mindedness where you, you really don't have to have your guard up one toward another in, in a lot of ways. Now, obviously, there's obviously plenty of examples of, of bad sneaking into churches or, or Christian groups or families or whatever is Satan's trying to destroy those because Satan hates the family. If there's one thing he hates the most, it's the family. He's going to try to destroy it, not let it try to get started, you name it. Um, but to have that that connection of almost a, a refreshing, uh, a back and forth of one another, of what Jesus has done and, and how we can just live righteously. It uh, doesn't matter what the world do. I, I think that's very important. Um, off on a rabbit trail there. Is, but I thought that was fairly interesting um, about false teachers and how, how actions of people around you affect you, uh, whether you like it or not. So that's it for today. Uh, I'll plan on being back Monday. Um, so I got a busy weekend ahead of me. Well, more or less. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye.